Hi, this is Steve Sleeper, producer of the North Omaha History Podcast. It's a volunteer effort, but you can help us meet expenses by becoming a patron for as little as a dollar a month. Go to patreon.com slash Omaha. The list of patrons and the link to Patreon is in the show notes. You can also help by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a five-star review. Thanks. Welcome to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Each week, Adam takes you on a guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past. A fast roadway across North Omaha has provided more than 150 years of growth and opportunities for neighborhoods and institutions in the community. Here is a review of some of that history, including Adam, the story of Jenna Street? Oh, Steve. Jenna Street doesn't begin fast, though, let me tell you. However, here are five fast facts to get us started. The first fact is Ames Avenue originally began as a small road in the town of Saratoga. At one point, Ames Avenue was called Janetta Street. It was referred to as Ames Avenue as early as 1880. Fact number three the entire strip from Commercial Avenue to North 72nd, my area of focus with North Omaha history, is only 4.3 miles long. But for a long time, that was a very long ways. Fact number four, since 1857, I have found at least 500 businesses on Ames Avenue in North Omaha. And then fact number five, the historical intersections on Ames Avenue include North 24th Street, North 30th Street, North 42nd, Fontenelle Boulevard, North 56th, North 60th, and North 72nd. Now, historical, anything older than 20 years, but I tell you, all of those have had varying importance over the decades. Let's dive into that, and let's get on to Janetta Street. So, you got your dusty wagon. You know, it's your Prairie Schooner brand wagon, and you've been clomping uh, west towards Omaha, through Iowa, through the rolling prairies of Iowa. And then you come into Omaha, you might cross the bridge downtown. You might cross the ferry up at Florence. Somehow you go up Sherman Avenue or you go down Saunders Avenue, both of which would eventually be known as 16th and 24th respectively. And you ride into the town of Saratoga. Now, Saratoga was a boom and bust town from 1857. But the neighborhood stayed around. There were dozens of houses there. Saratoga was centered around 24th and Grand Avenue. That's right, Grand, that blends into the neighborhood today. Back then was the main street with 24th, which was actually called Saunders Street. So at the intersection of Saunders and Grand, there was a hotel, there was a mill, there was a tavern, there was even, just a half mile away, a brewery. But somewhere in between all of that, there was a new intersection that was coming up. This new intersection had a hotel at it of its own. It was called the Saratoga Hotel by the 1880s. It also had a school at the intersection. It was a grade school that actually took students all the way up to the 8th grade. In the 1880s, there was a horse-drawn streetcar barn 
that was along this Ames Avenue. Ames Avenue was an extension of Commercial Avenue. Commercial Avenue was called Commercial Avenue because that's where all the businesses were for the town of Saratoga. That's right, Commercial Avenue, that little diagonal jog from 16th to Ames, once had an important role in this dusty Wild West neighborhood. There were houses and churches along it, but there were also a lot of businesses, little industries picking up, including that brewery and a couple other things. Streetcar barn. It was right there, right at the intersection of Commercial Avenue and Ames Avenue, and on the north side of Ames. And from that point west, the entire Ames Avenue took off. Ames Avenue was right there in Saratoga, and then eventually in the 1880s it was in Collier Place, 30th and Ames, to the northwest, that was called Collier Place. It was its own development. Kenwood was to the northeast, that pocket that we know today. But then you went further west on Ames, there was Monmouth Park. A whole neighborhood, it had a hospital, it had its own churches, it had its own school. Further west, all the way up to Central Park. Central Park was originally called West Saratoga. It was the extension of the town of Saratoga, where the Congregational Church built a gigantic edifice, where they had a school and they had their own shopping area, and you only got there on Janetta Street. That's right, Janetta Street shot west from Saratoga up to West Saratoga from about 24th Street until about 42nd. Now, by the 1880s, that whole strip was called Ames Avenue. Why was it called Ames? Well, let's hold on to that for just a second and get back to one of the longest time businesses that was on Ames Avenue. The history of this business goes all the way back to 1857. It became the longest lasting bank in Omaha's history. That's right. It beat out the Kuntz Brothers place. It beat out a couple others. It started even earlier than 1857. 1856, a group of wildcat investors built the Bank of Florence on 1st Main Street in the town of Florence. They moved it in 1858 after the town boomed and busted and the bank busted. They moved their bank over to 30th and Ames. Almost immediately, it was called the North Side Bank. James Parker stayed up in Florence as well, but the 30th and Ames North Side Bank operated at the intersection of 30th and Ames at a couple different locations, but operated there from 1860 all the way until 1994. In 1994, American National Bank bought the institution. Now, along the way, Northside Bank became the Northern Bank, and they built new buildings, and they had different looks, but they were at 30th and Ames from 1860 to 1994, the longest-lasting bank in Omaha history. They lived through Janetta Street. They lived through the town of Saratoga. They lived through all of that, and eventually they busted. Now, let's go back 
to 24th and Ames really quick, though, because at that intersection, the town of Saratoga eventually gravitated around that intersection. There was a major streetcar barn that was built on the southeast corner of 24th and Ames in 1899. But that wasn't the most important thing ever on that corner, Steve. You see, the history of that corner and its importance probably goes back to the founding of the town of Saratoga. But then in the 1860s, it became home to the Omaha Driving Park. And the Omaha Driving Park had horse driving events. You know, they had horse races, all kinds of things. But they also had Omaha's first baseball games. They also had the Douglas County Fair and the Nebraska State Fair. And eventually, it influenced and became part of the 1898 Trans-Mississippi and International Exposition that brought two million visitors to Ames Avenue and Point South. Two million visitors, Steve, in 1898. The world would be lucky if there was two million visitors to the neighborhood of Saratoga in the last 50 years. So that said, Ames Avenue has always had an important role in the community. As it extended east to west, as it grew and grew, the street became more and more important. 30th and Ames became the epicenter of North Omaha's commercial activities as early as the 1900s, as right around the turn of the century right there. That area developed its own grocery stores, its own supermarkets, its own dry cleaners and restaurants, Kenwood Drug, Kenwood Bakery. It was home to the Beacon Theater. Now, not to be outdone by 24th and Ames. That was home to not one, but two movie theaters, the Suburban Theater and the North Star Theater. Not only was it home to those theaters and to the hotel that I mentioned earlier, it was eventually home to Lane Drug, to the A&P supermarket that became a hinky dinky. Eventually to a Shaver supermarket that was owned, that was the first African-American owned supermarket in Omaha. Supermarket, not grocery store, big place to shop. Eventually, the intersection of 24th and Ames became a suburban wonderland with its own financial institution, with its own fraternal hall, the Druid Hall that still stands today that was built in 1914 right at 25th and Ames. There were churches all along the way. The original Trinity Lutheran Church was at 25th and Ames. Eventually, the Ames Avenue Methodist Episcopal Church. Eventually, all different kinds of churches. Traveled along Ames Avenue. And many are still there today. There were schools all along Ames Avenue. Beautiful schools, small schools, big schools, the whole thing. I mentioned the Saratoga School. You know, that thing actually opened up in the 1860s. And it ran as a regular grade school all the way until 2019. It, the building's still there today at 25th and Meredith. But its association with 24th and Ames is massive and long. The Central Park School, the Monmouth Park School, they were, they've were they all been important. Of course, Monmouth Park came down in 1983. It was on the National Register of Historic Places. It was closed as a school earlier than that and converted into apartments, but it didn't make the cut. Windstorm took off the roof and nobody wanted to save the building, so they demolished it. But that was right at 33rd and Ames. Ames Avenue, this commercial powerhouse... The original home of Max I. Walker Cleaners, right there at 24th and Ames. 
That's where he opened up his business. LaRue's Steakhouse was right at 24th and Ames, next to the streetcar barn. The North Star Theater, oh yeah, that's right, 25th and Ames. The building's still there. It became the Ames Theater. Movies all the way into the 1950s. Then it became an acting theater into the 1960s. Then it became a nightclub called the King Solomon's Mines. Somewhere in there, it was a grocery store. It was Run Johnny Run Teen Center, run by Johnny Rogers for youth in the neighborhood. The Beacon Theater was right up the street at 29th and Ames. And then, in the 1920s, they built North High School at 36th and Ames. Now, go Vikings. I mean, you know, the best high school in all of Omaha, where I happened to graduate in 1993, class of 93, what? Holler if you're one of us. But the point is, North High School is the most beautiful high school in all of Omaha, with the best teaching, the most wonderful facilities, and frankly, the best future ahead of it. I say that from a completely biased perspective, but what isn't biased is understanding that the original University of Omaha had a facility at 24th and Ames in the first part of the 20th century. That's right, Steve, the university was located down at 24th and Pratt, but the science hall and the football field were right there at 24th and Ames in the 1910s and 20s. Amazing. And I'd be remiss not to mention the North Library that was also at 24th and Ames originally eventually became the Charles Washington branch that still stands on Ames today. Beautiful facility. Go check it out. There were streetcars and railroads all tied up with Ames Avenue, especially on that eastern section. Of course, the two streetcar barns that I mentioned, one at 24th and Ames, one at about 22nd and Ames where Ames and Commercial Avenue meet. But there was also a streetcar war that happened at 30th and Ames in 1899. That's right, Steve. The electric streetcars versus the horse-drawn streetcars. They were two different companies that were putting in two different sets of tracks, two different gauges, and one of them had to win. They got into a physical brawl that lasted four or five hours. Dozens of men wounded. A hundred men on each team laying these tracks in a bit of a race to get to the intersection. The electric streetcars won. Eventually, they bought out the horse-drawn streetcars, and it was a non-conversation. Oh, I'd be remiss to mention that in 1892, one of the most beautiful parks in all of Omaha was built at Fontenelle Boulevard and Ames Avenue. That park eventually became called the Fontenelle Park. Beautiful pond, still there today. They've done a lot of redevelopment work there. They took out the golf course. There was a proposed stadium there, a baseball stadium. That's right. Before Rosenblatt was built, the city of Omaha considered putting a municipal baseball stadium in Fontenelle Park. They drew up the plans of beautiful schematics. Find them all on NorthOmahaHistory.com. So Ames Avenue had this massive history that went on and on into what I call the atomic age extravagance of 1945 to 1963. Steve, during that age, the western part of Ames Avenue took off. From about 42nd west all the way out to 72nd, the entire area was seen as a boom zone. It was all post-World War II construction, and everybody was high and happy on the possibilities of Ames Avenue. They even redeveloped a little bit to the east with the opening of the Ames Theater and the old North Star Theater. They made it into this Atomic Age extravagance, and it had fancy Atomic Age implements all throughout the theater. Flashy bulbs and satellites and rocket ships and all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah, they built the Beacon Theater's Tower in the 50s. But then east, they built the Ames Plaza in the 1960s. 
the first shopping mall in North Omaha. The first department store in North Omaha was Hested's that opened up right there in the Ames Plaza. Big department store was their first one. They used to be a five and dime, and they opened up this gigantic facility. Ames Plaza. The plaza today where Walmart is was developed in the 1960s as well. The Parkside Cafe stood next to Fontenelle Park during that era, and the St. Vincent's Retirement Home was opened up right near Fontenelle Boulevard and Ames Avenue in that time period. People were feeling so optimistic during that area, and they were so happy. There were a couple things that became twisted at that time. 1955, the city of Omaha ended all streetcar service for the city. They put in buses everywhere. They wanted to promote that car commuter traffic. And Ames Avenue was a major benefactor of that traffic. As people went further and further west, white people went further and further west. That's right. Segregation grew along Ames Avenue. There were very distinct color lines, and Ames Avenue was one of them for a long time. And then points west, 1st 42nd Street, well, first, 30th Street, African-Americans weren't allowed to live west of 30th Street, then 42nd, then 56th, and then 60th, and then 72nd. Today, those color lines have been broken as laws have made them illegal, but society hasn't changed. White flight continued to happen all along the avenue. From 1963 onward, churches closed, others moved in. Nightclubs opened where old grocery stores had been, and segregation grew all along Ames Avenue. Today, Ames Avenue is experiencing a bit of a maintenance issue. The city of Omaha has extended its attitude of benign neglect towards the avenue. They have not improved the street curbs. They have not picked up the lighting. They have not turned any of the areas along Ames Avenue into historic districts. Steve, my own research and storytelling has shown 24th and Ames, 30th and Ames, 46th, 42nd and Ames, 56th and Ames all have these historic elements to them that need to be preserved, and yet there's very little acknowledgement. The Fontenelle Boulevard is on the National Register of Historic Places. The Fontenelle Park Pavilion is on the National Register of Historic Places. There are other elements along Ames Avenue that should be on the National Register, should be recognized as Omaha landmarks, but none of them are. Why is that? I think it's benign neglect by the city. They think it's the best thing for the neighborhood to fall apart. But regardless, the community thrives on, and they keep working to build up the area. People are remembering and recognizing the history of the Mergen House. The Mergen House sits at 47th and Ames, and it's a beautiful historic house from the 1870s. I've written its history on NorthOmahaHistory.com. That needs to be on the National Register of Historic Places, along with a dozen other facilities and places all along Ames Avenue, all from North 24th Street, all the way out to 72nd. 72nd in Ames, which has experienced its own resurgence in the last 20 years, it needs love, too. So here's what to know about the history of Ames Avenue. The history goes all the way back to 1857. Ames, fact number two, Ames Avenue has always been a thread tying North Omaha together. And fact number three, there's history all along the way that can be learned from today and preserved for tomorrow. Check out NorthOmahaHistory.com to learn more about the history of Ames Avenue. And thanks for joining me today. Thanks for listening to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Join us next week as Adam takes you on another guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past.